Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Football Forecast Weekly, the most popular football program in America, featuring Dennis Tobler and Fred Wallen. Welcome, everyone, to Football Forecast Weekly. Dennis Tobler here in Las Vegas at Bet Central, as usual. And we're going to be discussing this week's college and pro football action. But before we get into the program, let me bring on my co host and my superstar. That's Mr. Fred Wallen. He's the famous sports uh, sports broadcaster, announcer, commentator that's on Sports Overnight America every weekend, heard across the world on Sirius and Sirius XM and all the apps. Mr. Fred Wallen. Fred, welcome to the show. And is uh, Flightline something or not? I mean, you find out uh, he won't be racing as a five-year-old, but uh, unbelievable as a four-year-old, one of the best I've ever seen. He wins by eight lanes. You talked about it uh, last week on this very show. And uh, I don't know where he'd rank. It's hard to judge him against horses who've run 20 or 30 times. But uh, off of what I've seen, he'd be awfully tough to beat by anybody. Nobody's going to beat. Nobody would beat him. They retired him this morning to Lanes End Farms to breed. Um, he, he will probably stand. He's probably worth $60 million right now, I would, I would suspect. So they'll never race him again. And you're right, he's, he's, he's a monster. He is uh, one of a kind, one of a generation. I think he even has Secretariat beat. Secretariat lost its next two races. I don't think Flightline would ever lose a race. And I have to tell you, I am exhausted from Breeders' Cup weekend, World Series week. And now college, the college football weekend had four pages in the schedule. And now we're starting on four pages of college basketball this week. So this hardworking handicapper is exhausted. So in the uh, top 10 college football, basically we had three upsets. Uh, Clemson got clobbered by Notre Dame. It was 35 nothing ended up 35 uh, 21 or 35, whatever, 35, 14. Uh, Clemson, Clemson's gone for the year as far as that is concerned. LSU, and I'm very sorry about this because uh, Brian Kelly's not my favorite coach, but I got to give him credit. He goes for two and they beat Alabama and the Crimson Tide now have lost twice. And uh, Georgia and Tennessee, and last uh, year on this show, I picked Georgia to win it. Uh, they beat Tennessee badly. And but I but I have to say one thing. I don't know how closely you watched that game, Dennis. Uh, quarterback uh, uh, Stanett uh, Bennett, um, Bennett yeah, Stanett Bennett, um, like he's five ten. He's a very good quarterback. His uh, wide receiver probably 
drop the touchdown pass. And he looks to the sideline, like, how dare you drop, how dare he drop the pass? That scares me a little bit. They win the national championship last year. I don't think a quarterback puts down a wide receiver because believe me, Bennett has thrown a few interceptions in his life. He's thrown a few bad passes and God forbid a wide receiver sort of make fun of him. I didn't like that. I just don't like his attitude. So I'm a little wary this year of making a prediction right now of who's going to win that national title. Well, the only thing I'll say about it is last week we talked on the show, it'd be the first week that they came out with the ratings. And I was shocked because I said, and the way I seen it, the ratings, Tennessee should be on top. And I'll be damned if they didn't have Tennessee on top, which was a shock to me. Okay. So evidently I got a good handle on what's going on in the college. I'm not going to make a prediction on the championship this year. Let's just hope that these SE teams, SEC teams beat up on each other and none of them make it in. That's what I hope. Okay, let's move on along to some exciting NFL football. And this week we have four teams with buys, the Ravens, the Cincinnati Bengals, the New England Patriots, and the New York Jets, all four coming off of big wins, and they get a bye this week. The first game on the board this week is from Munich, Germany, like we give a damn. Okay, Seattle goes and plays Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a two and a half point favorite. I'm going to make it an easy analysis for you. Tampa Bay cannot beat Seattle anywhere in the world. So much more in Munich, Germany. I take Seattle to win this game plus the two and a half and to win it straight up. What I was going to say was uh, Tampa Bay did not win, did not win last week. The Rams lost it. Uh, and uh, so I agree with you 100%. Uh, if you watch that game closely, folks, Rams against Tampa Bay, Sean McVay cost the team the victory, and I'll tell you why. A couple minutes to go, Rams up. Tampa Bay uh, has got two timeouts. They throw a pass to Cooper Cup, and instead of trying to get that one extra first down, which would have meant the game, because they only had two timeouts left, the game was at under two minutes at that point, he slid down. The coach has to tell, I mean, first of all, the guy should know, Cooper Cup should know, hey, wait a minute, we've got to get a first down here. We're we're like on our 10-yard line. If we punt, uh, certainly uh, uh, Brady's got a shot to come back and win it. But he slid down. They don't make the first down on the next play. They've got a punt, and Brady has done this how many times now in his career? He led him back to that victory. But I agree with you. Geno Smith has come back player of the year. They've got the wide receivers. Seattle's an astounding story, to tell you the truth. I'm not a Pete Carroll guy, but they're an astounding story this year. I like, I like, like you, I've got in Munich or anywhere else in the world, I, I, I've got uh, Seattle knocking off Tampa Bay. Well, one thing I want to do to cheer up our audience out there is I want to bring up the fact that we're still offering playfortickets.com. Remember playfortickets.com, where we're going to give you along with Football Forecast Weekly in conjunction with football or Play for Tickets, tickets a chance to win tickets to this year's Super Bowl. That's right. I'm not supposed to refer to it as the Super Bowl. So the big game in Glendale, Arizona this year, can you can win two tickets to that by simply going on playfortickets.com and putting in your seven selection on the seven games each week, side in total. So if you haven't been playing it, make sure you play it. It only takes one week to win it and then get yourself a chance to win these tickets to the Super Bowl. So go to playfortickets.com 
and enter each and every week your seven selections on the seven games there. And if you win, you will win the trip to Glendale, Arizona. And might I add, $50,000 comes along with that win. So do it today. Go to playfortickets.com and see if you can make yourself a winner in a trip to the Super Bowl. We'll be right back after this. Now place your bets. This groundbreaking film details the dramatic rise of legal sports betting in Las Vegas and its growth into a multi-billion dollar industry worldwide. Through in-depth interviews, personal accounts, and vintage footage, we highlight the key elements and milestones that shape the sports betting industry into what it is today. This history also dovetails with the changing fortunes of Las Vegas as a gambling town at turns overseen by the elements of organized crime, corporate interests, and the U.S. government. Featured prominently in the film are pioneer odds makers and historians who witness these events. Today, betting on sports is a popular pastime and a lifestyle choice for many Americans. Its appeal incorporates the innate drive for competition and the rewards of winning. Watch Now Place Your Bets on Amazon Prime and NowPlaceYourBets.com. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-854-6576. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-854-6576. That's 800-854-6576. Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and help you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Paid for by U.S. Medical Supply. Call 800-406-6098. That's 800-406-6098. Again, 800-406-6098. That's 800-406-6098. Welcome back to Football Forecast Weekly. I'm here with Fred Wallen. My name is Dennis Tobler, and we will be taking a look at some of these NFL games this weekend. Jacksonville on the road to play the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City's a nine and a half point favorite. In this matchup here, Kansas City just can't score. I've said a hundred times Andy Reid is a lousy coach, and he certainly is. And I wouldn't lay nine and a half on the Chiefs anywhere. Now, Jacksonville is horrible. And 
they they proved it by giving up 17 straight points to the Raiders last week, and then they came back and won the game. Well, that wasn't because there's good. That was because the Raiders were bad. So in this matchup, nine and a half is too much. Kansas City and Andy Reid doesn't know how to call the game. I'm taking Jacksonville plus nine and a half. Fred, what do you say? I don't have a strong opinion on, on the outcome, but uh, you you got to love Patrick Mahomes. Uh, let me just say this. On Sunday night, they're losing 17 to nine to Tennessee. Dennis, you knew, I knew, and 95% of the people watching on NBC on Sunday night knew who was going to win that game. It, Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs, and of course they do. He's an astounding quarterback. Uh, some of the passes he makes, nobody else makes. And uh, I, it's not an athlete, you know, I've got this 10-point rule anyways. I'm not going to bet a game where one team is a 10-point favorite. This may go over the 10 anyway. So I'm going to pass on who's going to win, but I, I'll just watch this for watch, to just watch Mahomes. Well, you know, I want to say something about the quarterbacks, about Mahomes and Brady. Uh, and when you said you and I and all of us knew that he was going to come back and win the game, you're right about that. And I'm playing live when I'm betting into these apps here. And, and, and I can kill him on that. I mean, with 40 seconds left, I got Tampa Bay at plus $2 to win the game. Now, when they missed their first shot at it, I didn't think I'd have another shot, but Brady scored in 28 seconds. So I won that game. And same thing happened with Kansas City. We all knew that they were going to win the game. So I got a money line game, a money line at plus 230 on that one and took it at that point. So betting live, staking your position first is just a big boom for gamblers these days. And if you know what's going on, it's even better. All right, let's move it along. Houston Texans playing the New York Giants. The New York Giants are, are, are a solid, solid team. They're six and a half point favorites over the Houston Texans, who I don't know who they're going to play the rest of the season, but I think away games are give me. I'm going to take the Giants and lay whatever points in this matchup. Well, Barkley's back to 100%. Uh, he's much quicker than he has been the last couple of seasons. Uh, Giants defense will dominate here. Mills is not a horrible quarterback, but he's certainly not the best. Lovey Smith's job might be on the line at the end of this year. I'll agree with you. I'll take the Giants minus the points and uh, believe we will win easily in this one. Yeah, I think so. The home crowd should carry them through. All right, I'm going to throw this one to you first because I have no idea. The New Orleans Saints on the road, two and a half point favorites over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Most of my friends here in Southern California are either Patriot fans or Steeler fans. Sorry, Steeler fans. It's a bad season, a bad year. I know you've had a couple of uh, victories there, but uh, I, I, I think in this case, uh, the Saints uh, will find a way to pull it out. The number's short enough. Uh, I see three. Uh, it's, it, it's short enough here. I think I'm going to take the Saints to cover that short spread. Yeah, it's only two and a half, so a field goal would win it for you. I'm going with the Saints also. I said weeks ago, Pittsburgh is in a, a rut. They don't have any coaching. They can run the ball a little bit, but the Saints are going to be able to score against Pittsburgh, and that's the difference And from the game they played against Philadelphia last week. They'll be able to score. I'm taking the Saints and laying the two and a half. Another matchup this week, uh, the black and blue division, there's no such thing as Norris division in football. I'll just put that out there for our former hosts. 
This is a black and blue division game between the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. The Bears were one-point favorites last week's line. They jumped to three points this week, even though Detroit got their win. And I'm going to start on this one by saying, Mia Copa to the Detroit fans. I said I would never take them again, and I did. I put them on all my contest cards at the end of the week last week. I couldn't give up that half point extra, and what happened? They won for me. So, Mia Copa to all you uh, you fans out there that I beat up the Lions on. This one here is a this would be a hard knocking game. The totals went up on it, but I don't believe the total will go over anything here. So they're going to run the ball, both teams. It's going to be a defensive battle. I'm going to play the under 48. That's my big play here. And I think three is a solid line. What's your take? My take is we talked about this uh, before. Detroit really didn't win last Sunday. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Eagle lost the game for his club, throwing those two interceptions in the red zone and another interception on top of that. And where every time his receiver drops a pass, he's blaming the receivers. This one was on Rodgers. I like Chicago. Fields had 178 yards on the ground. Some way, somehow, he'll break for a touchdown or two. So I, I think I like Chicago. And I agree with you, though. I think uh, I don't think Detroit's going to score a lot. So I think we're going to go with the under, and we're going to go with the Chicago Bears in this case. Sounds solid to me. Okay, let's get one more in here before the break. The Cleveland Browns are on the road. Uh, they played well last week against the Miami Dolphins, who are up and coming. However, the look-ahead line last week was Miami five and a half. And as it opened this week, it's only four. Miami's a four-point favorite at home. What do you think here, Fred, on two improving teams? Well, uh, bottom line is Tua's undefeated when he started a game and ended a game this year with the Dolphins. So with his two wide receivers, who if you put those two together, they're probably the best tandem in the league. I think four points is a very short number. I'm going to wager. I'm going to wager now because I think that number is going to go up. So I'm going with the Dolphins. I agree with you. I think the number should go up. Uh, Cleveland, they were able to run the ball, but uh, – if they can't run it against Miami, I don't think they can throw it either. Miami is on a roll. They they did make some headway with their trades too. So I do believe that Miami will cover in this matchup and they probably will win the East in their division. However, I believe at this point, some of these divisions have teams that are under 500 in the lead. So it's a pretty much parity league. And it's pretty hard to figure these out laying the points. But me and you both on Miami. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare. What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel it's that easy so call now and start packing call right now 800-496-0979 800-496-0979 800-496-0979 that's 800-496-0979 
If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Paid for by U.S. Medical Supply. Call 800-406-6098. That's 800-406-6098. Again, 800-406-6098. That's 800-406-6098. Listen up, football fans. For this week's best bets, call us at 1-888-604-6863. That's 1-888-604-6863. Be a winner. 888-604-6863. Welcome back, everyone. And now we're going to get to the meat of the NFL schedule this week. And the first matchup I want to throw at Fred is the Minnesota Vikings who escaped last week, yes, but are playing very well with great record, are on the road to play the Buffalo Bills, who lost last week as big favorites, and by doing so, knocked out practically everyone in the survival contest here in Las Vegas. The one contest at the circuit that had 6,600-plus entrants in it is now down to 50 people. One man. I want to suggest, I want to add this. One man had six tickets last week. Six, you're able to buy six tickets for a thousand dollars a piece. He bought six tickets for a thousand dollar piece. He's the only one that had six left out of a hundred people in the contest. He put it all on Buffalo. All six of his picks on Buffalo. So he lost his chance at six million dollars when the bills went down last week. And so that also shows you a 13-point favorite got beat straight up, Fred. So I don't know what that tells you. Go ahead and have that analyzed in this game. Listen, there's some important facts here, though. The the game last week was on the board. Obviously, they have a weak early line, and that line was nine and a half on the Bills. Okay, this week when the line opens up after the Bills lost, the Minis' miraculous win, the Bills are now only six and a half, Fred. They're six and a half. The total's 48. How do you see it? Well, a lot of that has to do with the shoulder of Josh Allen. Uh, Case Keenum. I think it's his elbow. His elbow. The point is, we don't know at this point if he's going to play. Case Keenum beat UCLA, I remember, when he was in college, but that doesn't make him a Josh Allen. It's, that's a, worth at least three or four points just from that aspect. We do not know that at this moment in time. And the other side, though, is this. Minnesota keeps winning, miraculously, as you indicated last week against the Commanders. Okay, but if you look at the stats defensively, they give up too, ma- too many yards, uh, they make too many mistakes, and they still keep winning. Eventually, mathematically, that has to catch up with. So until we know who's playing quarterback, I can't wager, but Minnesota is not as good as its record at this present time, in my opinion. 
So you think Buffalo's better than their record? Because they have three losses, I think. Well, you've got Josh Allen. And so that by himself is worth something if he plays. And we do not know uh, if he's going to play and makes it a very, very difficult situation. Seven is not, if he plays, seven's a good number. I mean, to, you take Buffalo. I, I definitely take Buffalo. But if he doesn't play, it's Case Keenum. Is seven a good number with Case Keenum? I don't know. But eventually the other side, Minnesota's luck is going to end. It's, it, it's got to. I agree. I agree about Minnesota's luck. And Buffalo probably is a much better team. I will say this. I look for Allen to play. Okay. Buffalo can't lose another game. So they're going to give him a shot and wrap his elbow. And I know exactly the pain he has because we all had tennis elbow before. And I seen him crack it on the helmet when he heard it. And then he grabbed it. And then they said he's got a bruised tendon there. So I don't look for it to disqualify him from this week's matchup. And if he plays six and a half is certainly an easy number to cover for them. Um, Minnesota, I think they might've taken last week's game a little, you know, for, 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 they were overconfident. Let's put it that way last week, but boy, they came back like chargers and they really stormed home to win that game fantastic fashion this is going to be a, a tough matchup we never know the weather either in buffalo at this time of the year we never know what the weather is going to be so i'm gonna i'm like you i don't care you know what happens honestly i'm gonna take the bills minus six and a half at home the bills mafia is a great crowd whether or not i'm gonna take the bills here also uh the quarterback for minnesota I think he's getting better, Fred. Is that possible after five years or 10 years or however many years? <laughs> well, yeah, I remember Cousins at Michigan State. He was a top-notch quarterback. Uh, with Washington, he wasn't great. Uh, yeah, this year he's playing better. But again, he's got the, you know, he, you've got, got the, some top-notch receivers too with the Vikings. So it's not like it's all on, on him. And, uh, uh, but again, the defense of Minnesota will cave eventually. And it may be this week and maybe next week it'll be a game. Maybe we would never think that it would cave, but it will eventually. Uh, I agree with you. I, I, I think uh, if uh, Allen plays, Minnesota is a uh, lock in this one. You mean Buffalo? I mean, I'm, Buffalo's a lock in this one if Allen plays. Yeah, I agree. Okay, let's move on down to two teams uh, going different directions. The Denver Broncos and the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are only three-point favorites, and, and it should be noted the total on this game is only 39. I mean, they've now come to the conclusion that neither one of these teams can score very many points because the total's 39. The game's in Tennessee. Tennessee's a three-point favorite over the Broncos. Well, obviously the Titans lost a game to Kansas City that they were up 17-9, and they managed to find a, find a, way, find a way to lose it. Uh, but Vrabel's a very good coach. He really is. They've won five in a row. And it's hard to win six in a row. Uh, the other side of it, uh, will the real Russell Wilson show up? Or have we seen the real Russell Wilson? At this point in time, I'm not sure. I hope it's not the real Russell Wilson. I hope we see the real Russell Wilson that we've seen in, in Seattle. They're fun to watch because they're wide receivers. But because of the loss to Kansas City, that line at three is very small. It's very, it's very, uh, so you have to, I think, lean on uh, Henry and his running. Uh, 
uh, and only three in this encounter, I believe. So I'm going to give the three, take the Titans at home. Yeah, I think smart move. We're not sure Denver can even score, first of all. Hence the total of 39. Tennessee's going to run right through them. They can run the ball no matter what. Also, their number one quarterback will be back next week. The number two quarterback's not bad, but the number one quarterback's much better, and he'll be back next week. Three points at home on a team headed in the right direction against a Broncos team with a lousy coach. And I'm with you. I'm not so sure what's the matter with Russell. I know he did have a torn lat in his shoulder, and then he had a, a hip problem. But, man, the older you get, the more of those problems you have. So, you know, if you can't get over that and get over the hump, they're in deep trouble. I think they're in deep trouble anyway. The fans have given up on them. Tennessee, it is. Tennessee might be one of the best bets this week. You know, and, and I think it might be my best bet. And, and you just brought up the reason why. Hackett might be the worst coach in the league. And Vrabel is one of the best. You know, you've got this much of a separation. It does make a difference. It really does. So I don't even know why the number is only three. Because folks in the National Football League, even in college football, you get three for being at home. So basically they're saying on a neutral field, this is an, is an even game. Well, it's not an even game because Henry gained, gained 200 yards a couple of weeks ago. He'll gain 150 against the Broncos here. And you've got the worst coach in the league. or Yeah, the, yeah, the worst coach in the league against one of the best. So Tennessee is my probably best play of the week. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you on this. I mean, that number is going to go up, people. So if you get it at three, you better take it at three. Because <laughs> the squares are going to bet that one up even. Okay, uh, another team who is and, – and, you know, I was going to lead off the show with this. I'm going to talk about – we're going to talk about the Indianapolis Colts and the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, so – Two teams, a lot of stuff going on with both of them. I was going to lead off the show this week saying that I think they ought to fire Frank Rice. I can remember him from the time he was a quarterback at Maryland. Okay? Did, am I correct? I mean, he wasn't even a good quarterback at Maryland. He wasn't even a good journeyman quarterback in the NFL for all the years that he's been in it. And I, I simply think that the the Colts getting rid of him was a big, big move. It's not going to help him win anything this year, but it's going to keep him from losing games. He was a terrible coach, a terrible player. He is a victim or not a victim. He is the beneficiary of white privilege, that guy. He went to Maryland, even though he wasn't the best, and he got all the press. Then he goes to the pros, and he's still in the pros, and he's still no good. OK, now the Raiders are coming home after being simply embarrassed three times. The Raiders have had 17 point leads in a game this year at the halfway mark, and they have failed to win that game. Now, I don't know if I've ever heard anything like that, but I will say two things about it that will answer the question. First of all, another lousy coach, Josh McDaniel. And second of all, Devontae. Adams has 10 catches, two touchdowns in the first half. He comes out after game at the press conference and goes, why didn't the coaches call the same game the second half we did the first half? Well, that's the same question we've been asking on this show every time Denver or every time the Raiders get beat and they blow a big lead. 
why do you change the what's working? You know, I mean, they blew him out by throwing to Devontae. They had him on their heels. They could run the ball a little, and they come back, and it looks to me like Josh McDaniels is trying to run time off the clock. That's what it looks like to me. And that that fool is a fool, okay? And Derek Carr is taking the rap for all of this, and it isn't Derek Carr's fault. I mean, he's calling the plays. And, and, and one other thing I want to mention before I throw it to you is McDaniel don't like him to change the, the plays. Well, I got news for you. Carr is a better coach, a better offensive coordinator, better everything than McDaniel, so he should let Carr change the play. He's looking at the defense. So the Raiders are in big trouble. Look, they got, look, the newspaper here in Las Vegas grades them, you know, according to their things. So they got Fs and everything. Okay. They're on the road twice. They got their ass kicked twice. And now they're home. They're playing one of the worst teams in the league that's got more trouble than anything. The Raiders were only three and a half point favorites last week. Now they're six and a half point favorites after the debacles they've been in the past two weeks they come home and they're six and a half point favorites i'm gonna let you parse this one out for me the old saying which i think is accurate if you play not to lose you're gonna lose what the, what i'm saying is if you've got the lead and certainly rams coach uh, sean McVay does this all the time you got a couple touchdown lead and you just try to run time off the clock or maybe you tell your defense back off, let them complete the short passes. How many times will we seen the team behind come back and win? That's why three times this year they've blown a 17-point lead because with that lead, he, he slows them down instead of even going further with it. I mean, you take advantage uh, of situations like this, but he doesn't do so. And you figure this, you know, he learned his lesson when, when he was coaching at Denver all those years as an assistant but he's never learned his lesson. With all that said, I'm taking the Raiders. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm going to take the Raiders <laughs> here too. I mean, uh, the crowd's going to give them a boost. Uh, Carr's going to be a little bit upset. I think they can throw the ball deep. Uh, why they don't throw to Devontae Adams all the time, I do not know. Okay? I mean, I, I, just, I don't know. Uh, I, I The week before this last week, they threw it to him one time in the first half, one time. So, I mean, that's coaching, nothing more than coaching. And uh, I'm taking the Raiders too. You people out there listening, you have to make up your own mind. We have a lot of insight into this stuff and we're just throwing you what we know. But in this situation, even though the Raiders of the two looked like the lousiest team in the league the last two weeks, we're going to lay seven points on them at home and take them to win. Hence, NFL football. Okay, moving down the line, another one that's uh, kind of a disappointment this year, the Arizona Cardinals playing another disappointment this year, the Super Bowl champs, the L.A. Rams. The Rams are small, three-point home favorites in this matchup, and even more unbelievable is the total between these once two high scoring teams is 43. I think uh, the Cardinals will win. Kingsbury's job is on the line. I don't think there's any question about that after losing last week uh, to Seattle. Uh, the Rams are horrible right now. They really are. And, and I want to say again, the end of the game against Tampa and folks, if you watch the end of that game, like two minutes to go, Tampa had two timeouts you got to get one first down. Rams are on their own 10-yard line. Cooper Cup catches a short pass. 
and he slides down because he doesn't want to go out of bounds. That's not what he had to do. He had to get a first down. And if you look at a tape of that, he had three or four more yards that he could have run for, but he, he thought he was smart. Coach, coach didn't tell his club, hey, wait a minute, they have two timeouts. We got to get one first down. We're on our own 10 yard line. And we saw the result. They had to punt. They didn't make the third down. They had to punt. And we saw Brady do it again. You can't do that. So Kingsbury not, might not be a great coach, but right now the Rams stink. Akers came back. He didn't make any difference on the ground. I'm a Rams fan since the age of five. Arizona's going to win this game. Wow. Uh, if I was the people out there listening, I'd take note of that because I've taken note of that. The Rams must really be lousy. I agree with you about Arizona and Kingsbury. They need to fire him. They don't have any direction. They, they don't. They don't have a direction on offense or a direction on defense. They're just running willy-nilly around the field, hoping Kyler Murray can open up and hit them. And that's <laughs> not going to work. You've got to have some plays. You've got to do – you've got to run the ball. You've got to do certain things in order to get you there over the top. The reason they did so well early on is because Kingsbury fooled everybody in the league. Okay, now they all know he's just going to run crap, so they know how to defend the crap. So Kingsbury, you know, to hear you say he has a chance against the Rams blows my mind. But uh, I agree. I, I, I The Rams, maybe that's all they wanted to do is win one Super Bowl. I don't know. You know, I mean, maybe they're happy with where they are, but uh, but I'm with you. I honestly, I'm not going to bet anything on this game now that you like Arizona because I can't see them covering against the Rams. And if you don't think the Rams are going to cover, I'm not foolish enough to go against you. So let's move on to another tough matchup. And this one here I have an opinion on. The Dallas Cowboys, five-point road favorites at Green Bay. Aaron Eagle Rodgers is no good anymore. I watched him throw a pass this last game that hit a helmet of a lineman, bounced up in the air, and was intercepted in the end zone. Okay, Aaron Eagle, whose fault was that? So anyway, I'm going against Green Bay. I'm taking Dallas, laying five. I think Green Bay's done. I really do. I, I don't see him run the ball. I think Rodgers is a powder, and I think he didn't get what he wanted. And it, and anywhere, he didn't get traded to Denver. He didn't want Devontae going to, to uh, Las Vegas if he wasn't going to get to keep him, or he wanted him going to Denver if he got to go to Denver. I, I see Rodgers as just a crybaby, okay? That's all. He's an egotistical crybaby. He's not helping his team at all right now. Dallas has got a strong team, both sides of the line. Even with Dak Prescott, I'm going to take the Cowboys and lay the points. As you know, I, I, I play a lot of fantasy, and, and I think uh, Pollard of, of Dallas should have a, a big afternoon in, in this encounter. I agree with you. I, I, I think the last couple of games, I think it's over internally for the Packers right now. And he couldn't blame his wide receivers, Aaron couldn't, uh, because he knew what he was doing. Nine times out of 10, he'll blame his wide receivers. I think it's done. I really do. I, I know you're not a big uh, Prescott fan, but he's come back and played well. 
and uh, for the Cowboys. And I guess with Pollard running, and we're not sure if LA can play, but I don't think that matters because Pollard certainly could carry the ball 15, 20 times by himself. So five is not a big number. I, I think the Cowboys in a, in a positive direction and the Packers are done. I think the Cowboys are better with Pollard anyway. I didn't think Elliott was any good ever, and Pollard certainly <laughs> is. So <laughs> we're going with the Cowboys now. We got the late night game coming up, the Los Angeles Chargers on the road to play the San Francisco 49ers. This is a very interesting matchup. Get this. Last week, the 49ers were four-point home uh, favorites in this matchup, and this week they opened the number seven. So San Francisco seven, the total went from 47 and a half to 46 and a half. So the total, you know, it seems like it's going to be a low scoring game. What do you think, Fred? San Francisco laying seven at home. 49ers having the bye. They've got everybody back. Um, on the other side of it, the Chargers do not have a great coach. There's no question about Staley not being a great coach. Neither top-notch wide receiver will be playing at this point in time, it looks like anyways. Keenan Allen's going to be out. Williams is going to be out. I, I think the 49ers will win uh, 30 to 9, something like that. I don't see the, the Chargers scoring a lot of points without their wide receivers. And again, I love Herbert. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's got one receiver right now in pump, and that's it. Top two receivers are out. That's a problem. 49ers have had time to rest. Uh, the, the trade they made is going to make all the difference in the world. I don't know if he's going to throw a, a touchdown pass and receive a touchdown pass and run for a touchdown pass. But the bottom line is the 49ers will win this uh, night game easily, easily. I agree with you on that. I agree that the 49ers are coming along. I think the Chargers, I think every week we say the Chargers are on the road. They've been on the road so much. They really have. Uh, and with the injuries, they have nobody to throw to. San Francisco defense is always tough. That's why the total is low in this matchup. I'm going to take San Francisco, too. I think you hit the number right on the head, like 30 to 9. That seems like a pretty solid number to pick in that matchup. So if you need to get out on uh, uh, Sunday night, uh, Fred and I both like San Francisco in a big way here coming off their bye week. So once again, it brings us to the end of the, the roster here. We'll be back with the Monday, Monday night matchup next. Now place your bets. This groundbreaking film details the dramatic rise of legal sports betting in Las Vegas and its growth into a multi-billion dollar industry worldwide. Through in-depth interviews, personal accounts, and vintage footage, we highlight the key elements and milestones that shape the sports betting industry into what it is today. This history also dovetails with the changing fortunes of Las Vegas as a gambling town at turns overseen by the elements of organized crime, corporate interests, and the U.S. government. Featured prominently in the film are pioneer odds makers and historians who witnessed these events. Today, betting on sports is a popular pastime and a lifestyle choice for many Americans. Its appeal incorporates the innate drive for competition and the rewards of winning. Watch Now Place Your Bets on Amazon Prime and NowPlaceYourBets.com.
Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel it's that easy so call now and start packing call right now 800-496-0979 800-496-0979 800-496-0979 that's 800-496-0979 Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-854-6576. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-854-6576. That's 800-854-6576. Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Welcome back to Football Forecast Weekly, everyone. Now it's the time of the show where we look at the Monday night matchup, and it seems like we've hit every Monday night matchup this year. I don't know if we have or not, but it sure seems like we have. This matchup uh, this week is the Washington Commanders on the road to take the Philadelphia Eagles to task the eagles are the only undefeated team in the nfl now they look very very strong washington is uh 11 point underdog in this matchup fred how do you see the monday night game this week commanders lost a game last uh, sunday uh, uh, to minnesota that they probably should have won they gave it away heineke is better than people realize i'm going the over here I think Heineke will score, throw a couple of touchdown passes. Philadelphia is impossible at this point to stop the, the way uh, uh, Hurt is playing. So uh, I, I think that uh, high scoring game with 10 and a half, I, I don't give that in the National Football League because folks, believe me, you will lose two out of three to three out of four times if you give more than 10 in the NFL. So I'm going with uh, uh, the over. And uh, should be a fun game to watch because Heineke, Old Dominion or not, is a darn good quarterback. Well, I'm going to say something about Heineke. He did score a lot of, of points last week, and he is playing par- fairly well. But at the end of the game, he threw the interception that cost the win. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, some of these guys are okay when they're playing within the realm. This one here, they're not going to be able to play within the realm. Philadelphia is just too strong for them. I look for this to be a blowout. Um, your indication of not taking teams at huge favorites is very well taken because last week, look, Buffalo didn't cover, <laughs> Kansas City didn't cover. I mean, over the last couple of weeks, 
there's only been one team with a double digit total that has covered. So your your opinion makes you money by not playing these games as the years go on, Fred. That's for sure. So in this matchup, uh, you're going to take the over 44. If I had to make a choice here, I'll take the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to lay the points, look for a blowout. I agree with Fred on the over. Um, and, and as we get to the end of the week and to the end of the halfway mark of the season, we've got about a minute left here, Fred. Who do you see taking the Super Bowl? I mean, I know there's many ways for somebody to get there. What's the hot team now that people might be overlooking? If the shoulder's okay, if the shoulder's okay, like Buffalo and Allen, the question is, is the shoulder right now? We're not sure about this week. Uh, what's wrong with the shoulder? And is he going to be able to play? I think they're the best team in the National Football League. Kansas City and Buffalo would be a great uh, uh, conference championship game. Philadelphia is not going to go undefeated. And I look at their schedule, it's really not that tough, but there'll be somewhere along the line that will lose. I think uh, Buffalo Bills would be my choice at this moment in time. Oh, you can't argue with that. And Philadelphia, even if they lose one, they're going to be right in the hunt for the Super Bowl too. So um, at this point, it's just as much as a toss up as it was at the beginning. So I want to thank all of you for joining us on Right Now TV and all the rest of the networks. And we'll be back again next week with more Football Forecast Weekly. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.